What's up, everybody? This is HB, and welcome to episode two of Life is So Boring. Episode two is titled, Where Do Broken Hearts Go? I wanted to use this episode as my opportunity to kind of share some of my experiences with felt friendships and felt relationships. I know a lot of you guys often message me or inbox me and you're like, HB, how do you do it? Like, how do you get through heartbreak? How do you stay so positive? How do you stay so stay so strong? And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that in my next episode, I touch on this topic because it's like a question that I always, always seem to get. So before I go into episode two, um, because episode two, believe it or not, it was a little hard for me to record because it's kind of an emotional topic for me just because of the level of heartbreak that I've experienced in my lifetime. Um, You know, just the level of disappointment has kind of talking about some of those things are just emotional for me. But Before I go into episode two, before I get emotional on y'all, I do want to give a huge shout out to everybody who basically listened to episode one, who is HB, who shared my page, who followed my pages. I'm so thankful and appreciative to all of the support that you guys are giving me for this podcast journey. I also want to give a huge, huge extra thank you shout out to all of the people who provided me feedback. Because believe it or not, the feedback helps me to understand my audience more. It helps me to meet the expectations of my audience. It helps me know what information and what topics that I want to prevent to present to you in the future. So shout out to everybody who took time to um, provide me feedback. I know one of the things I'll share one of the things that, you know, I found so interesting was that a lot of people was like, Dag, HB, I wanted to hear more. I know you I know there's more to you. So I um I did I did chan- I struggled with how much to provide because I know that I needed future episodes to kind of still share with people who I am. I know I'll share two of the things that I didn't share in episode one. I will give you a a little, little synopsis of some future episodes. One, I am a grandmother. I have the cutest, cutest, kind of bad grandson, Spencer. And um, I didn't really talk about being a grandmother in episode one because I plan to have an episode, a future episode where I talk about the challenges of being a um of being a young grandmother um I was a teenage parent so you know being a teenage parent and now being a young grandmother um I think this era a lot of the teenage mothers that that I know who were teen moms such as myself they're all now becoming grandmothers so I kind of wanted to have my own uh, another episode where I kind of had a panel when it was other young grandmothers and we talked about the struggles and the challenges of, you know, being a grandmother, a young grandmother. Um, in addition to that, I know another one of the questions um, was people were expecting, not questions, but not, some other feedback was people were expecting me to talk about my love for photography. Um, and I plan to 
have a future episode where I talk about passion. How do you identify your passion? How do you um, grow in your passion? How do you develop your your passion? Knowing what you love to do and um, either doing it for fun, doing it as a hobby or even doing it to make money. So I know a lot of you may not know about my photography page, but in the meantime, you can follow my photography page to look at some of the photos that I've been doing. Um, You can follow HB Photos on Instagram or Facebook. But in future episodes, I want to talk about passion because I know a lot of us, we just live our lives on a, we do the same thing every day and we usually don't take the time to, or forget, don't take the time. We don't be having the time to really identify what it is we love to do, you know? So I kind of want to talk about how do you do that? How do you find time to do things that you love? So, okay. So enough of all of that. I know it was some other things that I wanted to talk about. Oh, happy Juneteenth. Yeah. I wanted to say happy Juneteenth. Shout out to um all the black people. Yeah, it was a powerful day for us black people to see it celebrated and honored to the extent that it was for the first time in history just me like my entire heart smile. You know, I know our nation is um dealing with the dealing with systemic racism and I know we are now you know I feel I feel confident that we are now making a taking a stand that is getting the attention that we need to end systemic racism so I know a lot of companies for the first time honor Juneteenth as a holiday so I don't know. It's been very vague on if it'll be a holiday moving forward. But I know um, my company gave us off. So and I know a lot of other companies honored it. So, you know, I think we're moving in the right direction. I, th- I think we're finally starting to move in the right direction with this. Um, but, you know, it still saddens me that there are black men who have lost their lives, you know, There are black men who have not, you know, who have been wrongly incarcerated, wrongly accused. And, you know, it's just a misfortune. It's it's sad. And I hope that in the future, when my grandson and my my future grandkids grow up, that there'll be an end to this. That's my prayer. And that's that's what I really, really hope to see our nation come to. Um, also happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to all of the great fathers. I am blessed to be surrounded by awesome men and awesome fathers. So, um, I do want to take the time to give all of them a happy Father's Day. I didn't really do last year. I did a, a, a cookout, but this year mama is broke. You hear me? Child. I'm so broke. They gave me money on Father. They gave me money on Father's Day. Shit. But anyway, so into episode two. Where do broken hearts go? So one of the questions that I wanted to answer. So I have a few questions that people inbox me, and I just pulled some of those questions, and I was like, okay, I'll answer these questions, and hopefully, it'll give some insight into how I I've handled things. In terms of heartbreak. Okay. 
So question number one was, how do you handle disappointment in friendships and relationships? So when I think about that question, I think about how I used to handle heartbreak and disappointment versus how I handle it now. For me, for me, when I think about how I used to handle things and how I handle them now, it makes me feel good because I see the growth in myself. Um, I used to, you know, I used to not be a forgiving person. You know, I used to, if a person did something to me, I would hold on to it. I would, I wouldn't be forgiven. I would cut them off. I'm like, uh uh-uh, stay away from me. Mm -mm. Nope, don't want nothing to do with you, you know. But now it's like, for me, I forgive and I just, I'm still not as, I can't say I'm as open as to still having a friendship with somebody that disappointed me, but I, there's no there's no hard feelings. You know what I mean? I it's what they say you can forgive but you can't forget. So I'm more on that type of time like I'll forgive you but I won't forget what you did. And I just know how to handle you. I know how to deal with you. I know how where to keep you at whether it's arm's length or it just no length at all, you know, but I when I can when people try to make amends with me or you know they come to me and they're like hey listen I'm sorry about what happened blah 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 you know I like to make amends wherever I can um I know in the past you know and I like I like to share this part about myself I know in the past I haven't always been the best friend or the best partner you know I think sometimes we can get a little too full of ourselves and we're like oh I'm just this this best friend I'm just this perfect friend and I'm just this best partner and you know you look at it like huh I ain't did nothing wrong shit that was you you know but now I am as I've grown older I've learned that I wasn't always the best friend or the best partner you know and that's just me taking just being you know holding myself accountable to the parts that I played in relationships or friendships um you know I'm not a evil person you know I've never been an evil friend you know I've never been that person like a vindictive person you know but I've I've been exposed to those type of friends and those type of partners who like you know when it's when it's when the friendship or the relationship is over like they literally just want to hurt you like they want to see you hurt you know, and I'm just not that type of person. It's it's just not the type of person I am. I'm I'm I view myself as a good person. Do I have flaws? Yes. Do I have shortcomings? Yes. But overall, I'm not a bad soul. You know what I mean? I'm a I'm a good person. You know, I believe in people, you know, I believe in helping people, you know, which is what I said in hold on, y'all. I'm talking about some hold on y'all. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm I'm multitasking right now, actually. Um, I'm I'm recording and I'm on my laptop working on something. So excuse me for uh multitasking and making you guys aware of that. But okay, back to what I was saying. Um, yeah, so how do I handle disappointment in friendships and relationships now? I forgive, I move on. And I, you know, it's no bad blood. I wish whoever the best, (laughs) I still wish people the best. And I think that is the, 
the the good thing. Like I'm not nowhere hoping nobody fell. I'm not anywhere wishing something bad happened. Like I I I just move on with my life. That's just basically what I do. Okay. So, question number 2. What have you learned in friendship? Um so this kind of ties back to what I was just saying. What I've learned in friendship is that everyone won't be the same kind of friend you are. Everyone won't have the same kind of heart that you have. And it's not that people intentionally don't want to be a good friend. In in every instance, that's not the case. It's not that some people don't want to be a good friend or they don't um they don't know how to have a good heart. It's just that they're not capable of it. So I think that you have to be very, very realistic when dealing with people and you have to look at how they handle things, how they deal with things in their life. And you just have to be realistic. Like you can't expect somebody to come in and, and be this awesome person when you see that they're they're not an awesome person in life, period. You know, so that's that's just like you know, that's, that's an unrealistic expectation. So in my friendships, which I don't have many friendships because I'm constantly finding myself feeling like I'm doing more than expected. You know, I'm that friend that believes like, you know, I just had a friendship that ended and I felt like, you know, here I am, I'm supportive. You know, I, I want my friend to have the best of whatever I want my friends to reach their goals I want my friends to set goals you know I like to breathe positivity into my friends and it's like you know sometimes it comes back null and void and you feel like damn like I'm just being this extra you know I'm just extra like I'm just being so extra and it's just it's just coming back null and void um I often use the analogy this is how I usually feel. Let me let me see if you guys can visualize this. Like, I often feel like a gas pump. Like, like why, why, wherever y'all get your gas from. Like, I'm a gas pump. And I feel like my friends are just cars. Or, you know, my partners are just cars pulling up to the gas pump and filling their tank and then pulling the fuck off. You get what I'm saying? That's how I be feeling. Like a fucking gas station. That's that's how I'm that's how I be feeling. So now when I'm doing this, I'm learning to just disconnect myself when I feel like somebody is draining me or they're making me feel empty. Yeah, that's basically, you know, that's basically what I do. And I and I understand that I'm good to other people and just because I'm good to other people, they're not going to be good to me. That's that's just the reality of it. All right. So what's the next question? The next question was, what is something you've learned from your failed relationships? <laughs> Child, I done had so many failed relationships. So I done learned a lot of shit. Okay. So for starters, let me just say this. One of the questions that people will ask is, what are you looking for? That question always makes me laugh child because what are you looking for i could tell you more of what i'm not looking for than what i am looking for and let me explain that basically 
you can be a woman, right? You can forget woman, man, whatever. You can say, listen, I want, I want a man that has a good job, a good house. I mean, a, a nice house, a nice car, you know, this, that. And then guess what? You get that man with all of them things on your list. And then, then what? He's abusive. He's verbally abusive. He's physically abusive. So I think we more we know more of what we don't want versus what we do want. And for me, I understand that my wants and my needs are constantly changing. I feel like your needs are a little more consistent than your wants. Your wants are constantly changing. Your needs tend to be pretty much the same. You know, so for me, what I've learned is that you have to you have to be true to who you are, what it is that you want, what it is that you need. And when you manifest that, you will attract that into your life. So I think that for me right now, I just spend time understanding those things, understanding what is it that you want for from a partner, um, Heather? What is, it, what is it you're expecting to get from a partner? So I just try to be in the know with myself if that makes sense like I'm trying to explain it the way I feel it but I don't know if I'm verbalizing it good enough um I know for me a lot of my failed relationships taught me that a lot of people aren't ready to commit they mean well you know they're they mean well but they just not ready you know, and it's nothing wrong. Honestly, this is how I feel about it. I feel like there is nothing wrong with not being ready. You know, as long as you're, you're honest about that, as long as, you know, you you put that out there like, hey, listen, I'm not I'm not I'm not ready to commit. You know, a person can take it or leave it, but you have to be transparent. What's wrong with that is you're not ready to commit and you don't communicate that to your partner. Because what happens is when you don't communicate it to your partner, here it is. Your partner thinks you want a relationship when the whole time you're not ready for the relationship that they want. So you're on two different two different pages, you know. So I think that it's very important to understand what you want, set your standards and 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 stick to it. You know, don't stray from that. I think that sometimes I tell myself, you know, like it's a blessing and a curse to always see the good in people. Because when you're a person that always sees the good in people, they could show you a thousand bad things. And guess what? You'll cling on to the one or two good things that this person got going on. You know what I mean? So I think for me, it's important for me now at 40, how old the fuck am I? 41, child. At 41, I don't got time to be, no, 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 no. We, we need to know what we want and we need to only get involved with people <laughs> that are on the same page and want the same things. And that's what I've learned to only, um, engage in conversation or anything with people who are on the same page as me. And, and that's, that's that, that's what I, <laughs> that's what the fuck I learned. So, um, that was pretty much the last question that I received um, that I wanted to speak on. I think the only thing that I would leave you guys with is, you know, 
in partnerships and friendships, I feel that you know you are in a um, good partnership or friendship when your friend or your partner brings out the best in you. When someone brings out the best in you, that means that they are, they're good. That's, that's just bottom line. You know, when somebody brings out the worst in you and, you know, you don't feel like yourself or you feel down or you feel sad or, you know, just when you get around certain people and you like, you know, like, why the fuck am I here? Like, why are you around me? Like, ugh. when you feel like that, you know, you got to trust those signs trust your energy trust your vibes you know I was just getting my hair braided the other day and I was talking to um a young lady she was 15 and she was like she was like can you give me some advice she was like I just I love listening to you talk and I'm like okay so let me give you some advice I said listen whatever you do in life be a leader never be a follower you know and 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 always always be a good person never let never allow the bad things that happen and the bad people and the bad experience in life make you a bad person always be a good person because being good is what's going to be rewarded i know it's easy to be mean it's easy to be you know to fight fire with fire but the real challenge is the real challenge is in doing the opposite you know, like I said, I don't know if I mentioned that in episode one, but I call it loving the unlovely. You know, and I, I seem to come across all the unlovely people, child. But whatever. You know, I just try to encourage people to really, really do what makes them happy, to surround themselves with happiness. And if you do that, not saying that bad things aren't going to happen because guess what bad things happen in life that's that's just that's just life child that's just life but you know at the end of the day i i stand i feel good when i'm being a good person you know and that's whether as a friend or as a partner you know i know um now in in my dating life you know, one of my downfalls with dating is because of the type of person I am. When I meet a person, I'm constantly like, my mind gets to moving, child. I'm like, okay, we could do this. You could do that. You could, like, you know what I mean? I need to fucking relax. That's what the problem is. I really need to relax because I be trying to figure out shit for everybody. Bitch, I, you come to me. I be like, oh, well, this what you could do. This how you do this. This how you do. I'm constantly, constantly, constantly trying to come up with ways for people that come in contact with me to be the best version of themselves and I pride myself in that honestly you know I think that that is a good trait and a good character of me and I think that is one of the good things that I take into my relationships and friendships so you know I don't even know um at the end of the day be with who makes you happy be around those who make you happy and live a happy life bottom line all right so next episode the next episode uh episode three i am going to have a guest my grandson's mother by the way um she is going to join me and she has started a initiative called the genie collective where they inspire and empower young women 
So I wanted to have them on. Her and her partner are going to join me and we are going to, I'm going to allow them to talk about the Genie Collective and we're going to talk about some difference, some differences and challenges um, that exists between the younger women, the younger generation of women versus the old heads, such as myself. So I'm hoping you guys tune in and I, again, I am so thankful for everyone who is supporting me through this journey please don't forget to like and share my page on ig it is life is so underscore boring on facebook it is life is so boring check me out you can follow my um photography page if you want to um take a look at some of the pictures that i like to take it's at hb photos one two three um and that's about it I hope all of y'all are having a wonderful, wonderful day on purpose. I will catch up with y'all with episode three. Peace out.